I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm your host, Patty Teal, here with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. And I know we have a special guest today, Vicki. I'll let you introduce her. Thank you. Yes, we're happy to have on the show today, Marie. And Marie called my fraud hotline because she got involved with a scammer. Now, this story really actually has a good ending, but it was very interesting. It was one of these imposter scams involving the sheriff's department. And I thought it was so important to have her come on the show and tell her story because I know this is a scam that is very prevalent right now. There is a lot of this going on. So Marie, welcome to the show. It's so nice of you to appear. First of all, I understand that this started with a phone call. Is that right? Yes. I was sitting at work. It was about 1130. I was on my way out for lunch and I received a phone call and the caller ID said it was from the Santa Barbara Sheriff's Department. That was a little alarming, but I answered it and I was told that I was speaking with uh, Sergeant Gillespie. I had been scheduled to appear in a court proceeding the week prior. He even gave me the name of a Judge Thomas Adams and said that because I didn't appear, I had been charged with contempt of court and that there was an arrest warrant out on me. Oh my goodness, that is a very scary piece of news to get. Did your heart start pounding or did your stomach clench or? Oh my gosh, I wasn't aware that I was supposed to appear in court. And he said, well, we have a signed affidavit that was delivered to your house. And he gave me a date, November 2nd and at 1.45 in the afternoon. And I kept thinking, I didn't sign anything. It didn't make any sense. So he's very gruff. There's a $10,000 bail out on you. And I'm just scared, getting tearful, just thinking I'm going to jail. Yeah. And very believable when they give you the judge's name and the officer's name. I can understand. And the caller ID is spooked as well. And the judge's name, by the way, is a longtime judge here in the Santa Barbara courtroom. So if you had looked him up, you would have found out that's a real judge. And I have a feeling that Sergeant Gillespie is also a real sheriff's deputy, not the one that was talking to you, but there is a real Sergeant Gillespie. So this man then transferred the call to his colleague, who was Sergeant Oberon, again, a real name of an employee that works at the Santa Barbara Sheriff's Department. Then the scare tactics and the harshness started and you need to come in, we need to verify your signature. So you need to leave work right now. So I'm just terrified. I get in my car and you need to stay on the phone with me because we want to make sure that you're not going to take off, take off, get out of town. I have him on the phone and then he starts directing me. He says, well, you need to make sure that you can secure $10,000. Can you secure that? And I'm racking my brains. I think I can come up with that. I mean, you know, it's not like I pull money out of my mattress. So I go to my bank, I get some money out, and then he directs me to purchase money packs, which are money cards. Are they like gift cards? They're kind of like gift cards, almost like those prepaid Visa cards. Okay. So where did he want you to go to purchase those? Did he give you a place to go? He said, find your local Rite Aid or Vons. 
Okay. There happened to be a Rite Aid near my bank. Mm -hmm. So I went in there and purchased a couple of the packs, which is a limited $500 per card. So I got four cards. Every few minutes, he gets back on the phone. Are we still okay? You still there? Just wanted to make sure that he still had his hooks in me. Exactly. And I'm trying not to break into tears at this point because I'm frantic. So let me ask you this. When you went into Rite Aid and purchased these gift cards, did anyone talk to you and say, what are you going to use these cards for? Was there any questioning going on or warning or anything like that? Not at the Rite Aid, but there was a limit to the number of cards I could purchase. So I went to a nearby Vons and it was the manager there that said, this is a scam. Okay. I'm on hold with the guy. So I kind of muted my phone and he's like, this is a scam. Are you on the phone with him right now? And I said, yes. He says, are they threatening loved one? I said, no, but he says I'm going to jail. And he says, don't do it. So I walk out of the Vons and I'm sitting in the parking lot. And I just lied. And so they wouldn't sell me the cards. He says, well, you need to find another location. So I get in my car and I'm driving. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to go to the sheriff's department. I'm going to go there in person. He says, are you at your next location? I said, no. I said, I decided to go to the sheriff's department just to sort this out in person. Yeah, a good idea. Very good. How did they respond when you said that? that's when the anger came out. I mean, he had been gruff before. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just trying to help you stay out of prison and I'm just trying to help you. He really got angry and said, you've just wasted my time. And I said, I've wasted both of our time, but yeah. I'm done wasting time. This is not sitting right with me. I want to sort this out in person. And if I go to jail, I go to jail. So did you end up going to the sheriff's department? I did. There's a very nice lady. I told her the whole situation. She kind of sighed and she said, yeah, that's a scam. And she said, funny, but those are two names of people that work at the sheriff's department. And I said, really? Wow. This is a detailed scam. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really did their homework. Yeah, they did their homework. They had the names of the two sheriff's deputies and the name of the judge. And they spoofed the phone call for the sheriff's department. So all the signs were that this was real. They've really become so much more sophisticated. Now, do you live in Santa Barbara? Did you have to drive a long distance to get to the sheriff's department? What was your I used to live in Santa Barbara. I work in the medical field and sometimes we do need to testify in court, but you get noticed well in advance and you're well aware of when you need to appear. But I moved to Ventura County about two years ago. And so as I'm driving there, I called a friend of mine and that's when I just broke down in tears and I'm just crying. And as I'm talking to my friend, the guy's trying to call me back on the phone. And my friend said, don't pick up the phone, just go straight to the sheriff's department, just sort this out in person. If you go to jail, I'll come bail you out. (laughs) (laughs) There's a good friend and she gave you some good advice too. You know, it's so interesting because now that you have said that about you being in a profession where you do get subpoenaed, I have heard this story from other medical personnel doctors and nurses who have been also sucked into this and scared half to death. And their stories did not end as well as yours. Everything else that was going on was just too terrifying. There were so many threats and it was horrible. And the other gal, I think she ended up paying some money and then realized later too late that it was a scam. But they seem to target people that do sometimes get subpoenas. So when somebody says to you, you've been subpoenaed to come and testify, 
it's not completely foreign. In other words, right. that is an activity that you've engaged in in the past, and you're familiar with what it means, and you know that subpoenas get served, and you have to sign for them. So it could easily have been something real, and maybe somebody else signed for you. Who knows how your signature got on that subpoena? But you, in your mind, I'm sure you're considering all the possibilities. All the possibilities. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And in your logical mind, you would never think, okay, this is not right. But the aggressive tactics and just the fear and then the fear just paralyzes you and just you're terrified. And you're right. Once I made the decision to drive to the sheriff's department, it was a relief that, okay, I'm not going to be in fear anymore. I'm just going to deal with whatever needs to be dealt with. And just to realize then that I was a victim of a scam was part relief and part just infuriating. Yeah. Well, you've wasted all that time. You left work. And to say nothing of the fact of how dangerous it is for scammers to get somebody in that state with that level of fear and then put them on the road driving. Yes. It's all unconscionable. But when you really think about that piece of it, you are putting somebody's life in danger by working them up into such a state. And Patty and I have often talked about how this really is a tactic. What scammers do is threaten. They get you into such a state of excitement and fear, and they are good psychologists. What we always have to keep in mind is that this is a multi-billion dollar business. And who knows where this particular scam originated from, but it was out of the country for sure. And these people have scripts. They know exactly what to say. They know how to create that heightened sense of anxiety and fear. And they get you kind of under the ether where then you're going to follow their directions. Mm-hmm. You're terrified not to. But I'm so glad that you got them in the end. That's really a happy ending. But it does make me worry about maybe an elderly person who would have gotten that call and wouldn't have been savvy enough to handle it as well as you did. Marie, what advice would you have for somebody who gets this kind of a call? Because it is terrifying and there's that little sliver of doubt. Maybe it is real. What would you advise? The interesting thing about being on the phone is that he kept saying, if we get disconnected, I will call you back. Don't worry, I will call you back. And so I would probably recommend that if anybody is getting a call that seems suspicious, say, I'm going to hang up and I will call you and then call the actual number for whatever agency. If I had said, you know, no, you're not going to call me. I'm going to call you. I could have easily have called the sheriff's department and they would have said, no, these individuals have not contacted you. This is not something we do. We don't extort people for money, (laughs) Yes, (laughs) which is essentially what it was. You know, just like they say, don't click on a link in your email, go to that agency's website. Don't just accept that caller ID. Actually say, I'm going to hang up and I will call you to make sure this is authentic. And if that's when they're going to start to get aggressive, and then you know this is not right. That's very good advice. And it's also raises a very important point. The sheriff's department will not call and harangue you because you have not responded to a subpoena. If that had happened in real life and you had failed to respond to a subpoena, you would never, never have gotten a threatening call like that. Somebody might have contacted you to work out another time for you to come in, but you would never have been threatened with arrest or have had to post bail. But you don't know that until you have been through this situation and then you find it out. 
I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story, because if we can spare anybody from having to go through the frightening experience that you went through, it will be well, well worth it. And I do know that this is a scam that is happening a lot right now because I'm in touch with the sheriff's department and I get phone calls telling me this scam is happening. So thank you yes. very much for taking time out of Absolutely. your busy day. Yeah. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. It's very brave of you to share your story. And if there's one good thing that came out of it, it will warn other people. It always really yes. hits home when they hear a live story rather yeah. than just a warning. Yes, yes I agree. Well, thank you, Marie. That was really great. Thank you. So, Vicki, do we have any good news today? Although her story really had a lot of good news. Good news that had a happy ending, but I actually do have some good news. And I'm sharing this story just to bring to the forefront another scam that we're seeing a lot of right now and just to issue another warning. So here's the headline. 16 defendants charged in a 112-count indictment alleging bank fraud and aggravated identity theft in stolen mail scheme. So here was the scheme, very simple. The crooks went up and down streets, taking mail out of people's mailboxes, you know, those mailboxes with the little red flag that goes up. Anyway, uh, that's a favorite for crooks here in Santa Barbara is to go empty out those mailboxes. And then they go through the mail that they've taken. And what they are looking for is, of course, checks. And they can use those checks to either cash, they can change the payee, They can change the amount. They can go right into your bank and cash that check for a different amount made out to them. Or they can also produce checks with your routing number, your Ah, bank number, mm -hmm. all of that, and with a fake business. And then that's another way to get into your bank account. But it is a really big problem right now of thieves stealing the mail and then taking the checks, altering them in some fashion and cashing them. And apparently this particular thief, he recruited other people through social media to go cash these checks to various banks for him, often using stolen identities. So I just wanted to emphasize it's a big problem right now. Don't put mail in those mailboxes that are sitting out at the end of your driveway with that little red flag because the mail will get stolen and it will be used in ways you don't want it used. Get a locked mailbox or just take your checks if you still write checks. Take your checks, put them in an envelope, address them, put the stamp on them as you would normally do and go inside the post office. This is what I do. And you need to know you don't have to wait in a long line. If the checks are addressed with stamps, you walk right to the front of the line, put them on the counter in front of a live person and walk out. And the other thing people need to know, Patty, do not use the blue bins. Those blue bins that the post office places on street corners, no, those are not safe. Crooks at night will get sticky tape, a line, and they will simply go into the slot and start fishing out checks, mail. So don't use the blue bins. They are not safe. If you are going to mail a check, go into the post office. So there's my good news for the day. It is good news and good advice. And I know it can be a little bit painstaking to have to drive to the post office, depending how far away you live from it, but it's definitely worth the effort to do it or maybe start switching over to a different kind of banking. Yes, that too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. As our friend Dayton would advise us to do, he said to me once, I have never in my life written a check. Oh, really? Well, yes. He's in his 30s, right? (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) I know. 
I can understand though, that if you're older and you've gotten in the habit of writing checks your whole life, but I know when it happens in a store anymore and somebody's in front of you writing a check, you can hardly believe it. Somebody is writing a check. It's just I know. so I rare. Know. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Vicki. Good show. I'm so glad we had a guest today to share her story. Would you share your fraud hotline so others maybe could share their stories on Scam Squad or you could help them with what they're going through with a scam? Absolutely. So my phone, and it goes directly to my desk at work, is 805-568-2442. I'll repeat that, 805-568-2442. Thank you. Thank you so much. Until next week. Bye-bye. Yes, bye.